Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, back from the dead. It is you. It is I. My name is Joe. And I'm Carolyn. You guys are listening to the one and only Carolyn and Joe show. Yes, back from the dead we are. If you guys are tuning in from our uh, Carolyn and Joe show Instagram, we are streaming live there too. I'll reverse it so you guys can actually see me. Hey, it's me. I'm back. Carolyn's back here behind the, the, the soundproof booth. But yeah, just so you guys know, my name is Joe Carabay. I'm a filmmaker, photographer, a writer, and today, today, yes indeed, I'm a podcaster. Across to me in the soundproof booth, as usual, one of the greatest minds beyond this dimension is Carolyn Belefsky. How are you doing, Carolyn? I'm doing much better. Much better. Much better. So you guys have the, you guys, and I'm always going to try to stop saying that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Why, I hope you guys, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying it not because it's like an annoying, like online thing to do to be like, hey, you guys, or because like people don't want to be called guys and they want to be called like nope. equality or whatever? No, nope. I just, it's just the only thing to say. It's just really I gotta trendy. Try, I just got to try to reformat. The first time I ever heard that was probably when Good Charlotte said it when they're on TRL. But <clears throat> just so you know, I hope you all enjoyed the solo episode I last did of the of the Carolyn and Joe show episode, which was very, 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 very unique on itself. I'm not going to lie. I haven't listened to it yet. I'm not going to lie. What did you it's, talk about? I talk, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's a mystery it's then. It's very it's very much a mystery. You have to you you'll have to go tune in. I think that was what episode 6. Episode 6 of the episode. So is this 7? So yeah. So we so, kind of are making up for things. I just got to beep. Yeah, so oh, we're we're beep, beep. we're we're definitely trying to make up for things that it's are happening impossible. now. Today's today's episode 7. Right now it's episode 7. We are recording over episode 7. It's not a solo episode. Carolyn is here. She is here with us live and in person. But it's been a few days. It has been a few days. Has it been one day or has it been two? It might have been two days. It's since been that. several days. I've just come out of my cocoon. So essentially, let me just briefly explain what happened. Was um, Tuesday night we did record the podcast after eating out, and I felt fine, normal, everything's great. So then, right after the podcast, you know, like um, it was nighttime, so you know, I'm kind of winding down and such. So then I just like sit in bed and I'm like eh, feeling queasy and feel not feeling good and then I was like you know what maybe it's just a little thing you know I'll just go to bed and then like an hour later I just woke up and feeling like something needed to come out of me yeah and you know something came out of me and basically my whole dinner and um it was not like a delight to really see that because also the place we ate at I'm like a fan of so I'm like dude I don't want this to like ruin my appetite for that ever again you know and it's not really like essentially I'm just going to be straight up and tell you I'm not I don't want to like rat out the restaurant but I'll tell you the meal I had I had a burrito and I love burritos isn't that right Joe I love burritos as well. I mean, like you like that's the worst when you're like barfing up something that you love. You know, it's like and also it's like oh like where are you going? I liked you. You know, and it's like it's like reject like your body's like rejecting something that you like. So, I basically barfed up like a really big burrito, not to be too graphic, but whatever that's what that was and and like it kept coming and then like i would you know have to like lie down right afterwards and like sometimes like with these stomach things like i'll probably like twice a year or maybe once a year like have that and then i'm like but this one felt like so worse it just felt like i was dead to the world and so i was like maybe i'm getting food poisoning because the last time i had food poisoning was in college and it felt just like the same thing you know you just start to like 
feel horrible and like you your body rejects the food and so that was my first thought was like oh man I must have had food poisoning and like you know then it starts coming out like both ends too and you're like oh my god it's like the worst it's like you can't even control it but I try to like control it and thankfully I controlled it you know enough that it didn't like go it wasn't like going everywhere like everything managed to get in the toilet so it was all fine nothing too crazy but essentially I felt so horrible and like so I would have to like just lie on the bathroom floor and so every hour I was essentially doing that and it kept coming and coming out and then you know that morning I was about to go to work on what is it Wednesday morning I was about to go to work and like I was just not feeling so well and you know, essentially they were like, okay, stay home. But like, I, w- I was going and going to work. Yeah. You're very, you were very determined to go to work. <clears throat> yeah. And like, I was, and then even like I, I phrased, cause I knew like we had some, a lot of work to do and like, you know, I was like, maybe I can come in in the morning and like do part of, you know, like at least get most of it done and like dish it out real as fast as I can and then like leave or something, you know? Um, but you know, they, they told me to stay home, which is like good on their part because hopefully, you know, they probably would have got sick, (laughs) you know, but anyway, so I like, you know, was doing all that. And then, you know, throughout the day, just like totally weak, totally like inebriated. And I don't even know what that word means, but totally like collapsed. And it does kind of give you a taste of how important health is too. Cause like in general, I'm a pretty healthy person. And I, and I try to take care of myself, but sometimes I do get run down just because like of work and like, I want, I'm, I want to like create stuff and make stuff. And sometimes that does kind of dry me out in terms of like, I don't get recovery time after conventions and I'm just going straight into like my like 40 hour a week day job, you know? And so it's just like this constant battle that I'm always having to like find the time of myself. And I don't have, I don't have, you know, what is it called? Self-care? Like, you know, like, I guess it's like popular now talking about on the internet. Like I self-care. Yeah. Like I didn't even hear the term self-care in probably like two years ago. I don't, it's probably been around for forever, but like, I was just like, oh, you can take care of yourself. Like, <laughs> I don't really think about that. I, I always think of like, oh, I have client work to do and I have this to do and that to do. Like right now I have two client, like freelance client, client projects to do. And that's like on top of my full-time job plus everything else I'm doing. And like, I've had to put those on hold, which is, you know, fine. I've let them know and stuff, but like essentially I, I basically felt like I was dead. Like at one point I seriously felt like I was like 10% because I, and then, so essentially what your body's doing is you're rejecting whatever food is in you or like, cause you have like some type of virus or something. I'm not, again, I'm not a doctor, but essentially, you know, you're rejecting fluids, like any type of input I would give. So I was like, Oh, we do have ginger ale in the fridge. So like we had it left over from Thanksgiving and it's still good. You know, it hadn't even been open. And so I was like, okay, you know, like ginger ale is supposed to be really good for like settling your stomach and like having ginger and all that. And like that did not stay down. And like anything, even I was like, maybe I can just have ice water. I just want like a few sips of ice water. And at this point, like having just a sip was like a chore. Not, and I love water. And like, like not in the sense of like that, like it's, oh my God, it's so hard to drink. You know, like, not something like that, but it's just like your body just doesn't even want anything. Like, doesn't even want a sip of water. My body rejected water, everything. So, like, anything that I put into it to, like, help it, it, like, the body didn't want. I had Pedialyte, which, like, I didn't really enjoy, but I did have that. But it seems from what I've learned online that Pedialyte is actually better to have than, like, sports drinks, like Gatorade. 
and such because um, Gatorade has so much sugar and like very little sodium. And that's what you, what you don't, you don't want to have sugar. Like you don't, when you're having these type of illnesses, you don't want to have like cookies and sweets. Why is that? I guess like <clears throat> the, the sugar is not good for you. I mean, sugar in general is not good for you, but you want to have like a little bit of like, what you want is like electrolytes, but I guess you want a certain amount of sugar, but I guess if your body, it, your body works against you if you have too much sugar. So if you're sitting around like eating cake and stuff, you know, that's not going to be good for you. But essentially, um, I also found this recipe online to make a concoction just for future reference. If this ever happens to you guys, this helped me like after the first day is having ice water with cold water with a spritz of lemon, with a spritz of lime and maple syrup and sea salt, like coarse sea salt and just kind of like spin it around with a straw and then drink that. That was very good. And that helped me. And it was, it's basically like water with lemon and lime and then maple syrup and, you know, sea salt. Like I never put maple syrup in my drinks before, but lemon and lime water is really good. Yeah. Um, but I think that the syrup is, I guess, to add a little bit of sugar and make it more digestible for yourself. Um, and, but it's just like a horrible feeling. And, it, but again, I guess my, one of my main points I want to bring up is that it makes you feel like, you know, like there's people out there that have like real disabilities and stuff. Like in general, yeah. like in general, mm, I'm like people a, have like, what is it? Like the fibromyalgia. My, my, all of that I always, stuff. I always mispronounce that. Fibromyalgia. Myalgia. Um, like all of that stuff, it's like... Because they're always saying they feel like, you know, almost like they're paralyzed in a way because it, like, it affects like their spine and all that. And like the the crazy thing is, is like a lot of the people, they look normal. Like they look like, oh, everything's fine, you know? And like um, I worked with um, one young lady that had MS and like on the surface, she looked completely fine. And like she would park in like, you know, a handicapped spot. And like on certain days, she'd be better than others. But, you know, she'd always tell me stories about, like, she'd park in a handicapped spot and then, like, people would yell at her and be like, why are you parking a handicapped spot? And she's like, because I have MS. You know, like, I don't know if she went into the story with them or whatever. But, like, you know, there's certain days where, like, physically she felt horrible. But, like, you just look at her and she looks like a gorgeous girl, you know? Like, yeah. And there's just no way to really tell these days, I guess, you know. Obviously, if people are abusing that, then that's wrong. But you can't really like accuse anybody there's a there's a reason why they might have you know the the sticker validation to park there but i guess what i'm getting at is like it does like every time i am kind of sick which is kind of actually rare these days thank god but um this one was a big illness for me because i actually had to take three days off work and that like it sound in theory it's like cool you don't have to go to work but it's like no it it kind of sucked because like it threw everything off um, and I'm sure like my coworkers had to do like a lot more, they had to pull my weight and like, you know, and, and it's one of those things though, where like, honestly, I could not go in, like I couldn't actually physically even drive. I had to drive somewhere and then I had to drive back and it was like, so crazy. Like when I was driving, I felt like delusional. I felt like the, it was like a crazy dream. Like, and I felt like the steering wheel was getting really big around my fingers and I felt like the steering wheel was like growing in like girth. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Like I know it sounds whatever weird, but like it's uh, like imagine like you're driving and the steering wheel just make, makes it feel like it's so big and like your hands are so tiny on it. So pretty much like reality started morphing. Yeah, it was nuts. Like I had to keep I had I was like driving slow and like being cautious of like okay you're sick you're seeing whatever you're making stuff up in your head and like all that and like I had to 
remind myself, you know, not to go crazy, but like, you know, it does like, it makes you totally out of it. And to the point where like, I didn't want to do like simple tasks and like get out of bed. And I was like, I wonder if this is how the people that have um, like, you know, the mania illnesses feel. Cause you know, how you hear them describe how like they can't even get out of bed. Yeah. And I'm like, cause I can't relate to some of that. I'm just like, Hey, let's get up and go. Let's do life, you know? And then when other people like describe how they can't get out of bed, like that's, I mean, I physically like couldn't even get out of bed, which is so weird. Like I, and I, you know, I had no desire to eat. It took me like strength to eat two saltine crackers, <laughs> but then it makes you, you know, it makes you do feel for like the good days. Like if you're having a regular day and if you're, if you're lazy and you're just like, oh, I don't want to like, I don't want to do my laundry today or something, you know, or just something mundane. Yeah. It's like. Or even, like, let's bring it up a notch to, like, the creative level that we're at. You know, if somebody's like, oh, I don't really feel like, you know, doing Inktober today or whatever. It's like, dude, you have the capability to do it, you well, know. It's like 30 minutes. <clears throat> or less, you know. And and it's, like, showing you how, you know, it is, like, I know this is going to sound all nuts, but, like, life is a gift and, like, all that stuff and, like, use every day to your benefit. Even... If you can progress 15 minutes a day in something, like, that does help. And I know I've said that before. I know it's easy to say, too. But it's just, like, basically having this sickness, which I found out later um, was actually not... Um, food poisoning? Food poisoning, because I called the restaurant and I told them. And then, like, actually one of their, like... I don't know exactly what his job title is, but he's, like, VP of something. some Probably, like, a second-tier, like, guy at the organization. Um he called me and he was like very apologetic and he said that like the way they monitor all their food is um they have like a digital thermometer that gets sent to like the headquarters it sounds all like high tech but yeah it's like so he was like saying how like you know the food wasn't contaminated and that i was the only person to call it in um would people usually call it in though see i was about almost about not to when i had it food poisoning in college i didn't call it in so um, people would have to actually like call that in to make that happen. Yeah. I feel like people are more um, accustomed to calling it in now, especially with that. You know how we talked a, a few episodes back about the outbreak with the yeah. romaine lettuce. So yeah. I feel like now people are more aware of that type of ordeal. Um, but, you know, I guess I guess people would call it in these days. I mean, I definitely will in the future if any of this pops up. But essentially, you know, he apologized and everything. And he, he was like saying, you don't know, like, if you touch a doorknob that somebody touched or, you know, just like anything. Now I'm like all about washing my hands. I mean, I always was, but like now I'm like even more cautious about washing my hands and stuff. I mean, I always wash my hands whenever I come and go into a doorway or into like a different place. You know, to, I try to, and whenever I come in the house, always try to wash my hands. But yeah, just be preventative because you think that you're like invisible and no not invisible invincible sometimes you know you think you're like hey i'm young i'm good well everything's great and then like all of a sudden i'm I'm good but it's like bam you know like same thing with i know it's gonna again sound crazy and like all like universal but like you know you can get in a car accident like you never know and it's just one of those like live your life every day things because like sometimes you can't so essentially i was like dehabilitated from like up until like i'm just kind of getting really better like now yeah so that's basically like tuesday night to sun to midday sunday it's like almost a week of you know it's all like i'm uh, i'll I'll, what what is that five days 
from Tuesday, so Wednesday, Wednesday Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, and then now Sunday. I mean, four and a half days, let's say. Four and a half days of like completely like barely being able to do much. And it also just that's a hits large, you. That's a large chunk of time, too, because also we, we couldn't make it to the, the the event. Yeah, we had an event at McKay's for like our last event of the year. That you heard we were promoting on the show already. Yeah, we were already talking about being there and everything. And like, yeah, you know, it is like a smaller event. Like, you know, honestly, like I wasn't like losing sleep over it, you know, or anything like that. But it does kind of it, it was going to be like our closeout event of the year. So it's kind of like, oh, what was our last event? Was it Baltimore? um probably your art show oh yeah my art show but you know it's like okay like that th- like you never know when like your next your last performance gonna be you know yeah. it's like oh that you know you think that you're like oh i'll do a next i mean do so another that's, one, and that's but, the truth though you never really know what your last performance is going to be so it's almost like everyone has to you per- you act like it is your last performance sometimes i have weird <laughs> thoughts about this. this is gonna sound kind of nuts but i guess since twitter isn't as important to me any anymore as it used to be but at one point a few years ago I would always be like, oh my gosh, what if I got in a car accident and died? And like, what's my last tweet going to be? Yeah, but even It's going to be something stupid. Yeah, but even now with Twitter, Twitter has been shutting people down though, you know? It's like you can't do anything on Twitter at this point. No one's really like on there though. I mean, people are, but the, like the yeah, latest you, stats, I always see like the average person's on there for like two minutes a day. Yeah, but even you were mentioning the thing with Kevin Hart yesterday mm-hmm. and even with the James Gunn stuff that happened this past year. It's like, don't even, at this point, don't even say anything on Twitter. Yeah, you know, it's they'll like, just come back to hurt you. Yeah, like not, like yeah, just don't even be on Twitter. Why be on any social media actually like that? Even though we're live on the Carolyn I was Joe gonna show. say like you know I'm sure somebody can find something in this episode and be like, oh my god, she said that she had um, stomach flu. You know, like <laughs> off with her head. Yeah. You know, like who knows what people are gonna say or do or think or. But it's Whatever. like there's so many people trying to shut you down that there's people that are going to take the time because they have nothing else in their life than to dig and to dig, you know, and try to, you know, try to take away opportunities from other people. Yeah. Because that's their job. I mean, that's that's their job, holding other people down. That's how that's how part of the world works, though. I mean, I see that the like the tweets aren't the best. You know, I'm not saying that like, hey, what he said is all great. But well, everyone like, has but, to try to be funny and yeah. entertaining and risk taking and all that stuff. Exactly. And really, this is what happens. That's what happens. I mean, like it's, you know, on one hand, I feel like it's a great time to be a comedian because there is so much material you can operate from, and then the flip side is like, well, but then it comes back to hit you somehow. Well, that's then that's gonna be really tough being a comedian. Because I feel like being a comedian, you got to be on that line. Like, it's like you got to, it's all pretty much the Lenny Bruce theory. It's like you, you say things that are prevalent, that are, that are important, but then like the big ups are going to shut you down. And then they're going to shut you down to the point where you can't even get hired anymore. Yeah. So then how are you supposed to be, how are you supposed to fulfill the greatness of the art form if even the audience, you know, they the audience will just try to shut you down or the people, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's also, this, it's the same thing even... I mean, with Lenny Bruce and all those guys, the better they got, then the higher ups will try to shut you down. The same thing with um, with uh, Orson Welles, you know, with Citizen Kane. The better he got at that, of course, the the big ups are going to shut him down too. It's like there's always going to be this glass ceiling. <laughs> and like the is there, the though? further you dig down on people, you're going to find like at least one thing you don't like about somebody, you know. So like I would say that The Rock is probably like the most beloved person in America right now. Yeah, for but some even, reason. but like you, if it's like even with The Rock at this point, it's like pro wrestling, all the stuff he'd said. That's pretty. They had, he had some pretty racy stuff, and someone's going to find something. I was offensive. I was offended when he said this word. It's like all right. 
It's like he he it's like he he pretended he was God in one promo. That's offensive to me. You know, it's like yeah. everyone's gonna find something. So it's stupid for it. It's it's either you want to it's either you want to live in a boring clean ass society or or you you know I mean I do want to live in like I'm not saying everything has to be super clean but I do want like at least some maybe like at least parental protection of like what you can show I mean you can already like do that with your children but I feel like sometimes a lot of it's like more visible if that makes sense um, but at the same time like I I just feel like people need to be smarter. And people are not smarter. People that's, are actually lazier. Yeah, that's They're the actually thing. lazier. Like, In I'm my a- opinion, people have gotten so lazy. They've gotten so lazy that they don't know how to protect themselves. If they get into a fight, their only really action, instead of putting up a block, is saying, I'm going to sue you. After you, 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 you know, they're, gonna, they're just going to be like, you know, they can't even fight back with their own wills, they, their, own, or, their own their own fisticuffs. They're, well, they'll be even, lazy enough to take the freaking punch. Not even fisticuffs, but just like verbally, just be like, hey, let's talk. They're just you like, know? well, as if I get knocked out, I'm just going to see you because I'm lazy like that. But that's, I can't fight back. But that's the American way. That's, I mean, I don't know if that's the American way, but that's a way, I guess. I don't know. It's just like people get offended very easily these days. And I wish just... Is it a sign of weakness? Or is it a sign of trendiness? Sometimes I feel like it's a sign of trendiness to be weak these days. To be like, I'm offended. Because it's like, it's like, why are you offended? Honestly, I why don't, don't want to admit sometimes that I am offended. Because it's like, I don't, um, it's hard to put into words. Because I'm trying to think of like when the last time I was like really offended about something. I mean, sure, you get upset about something. But I feel like you need to, cooler heads prevail, you know? Like you need to just be like, okay, that person said this okay that's their point of view and they have the right like this is another thing about like taking things for granted sometimes like how i was talking about health earlier like you think everything's great um the other thing is like also freedom of speech in other countries like you could say something totally obscure like be like oh the president's hair looks like it's uncombed today or something like that and then like you'll be thrown into jail yeah, you know something like a little bit displeasing of the the dear leader or whatever, and it's like here you can say whatever the heck you want. Like people say horrible things about Donald Trump all the time, whether they be true or not. You know, like I'm just using that as an example of like you know he is the president, and like people say things about him that aren't the greatest. You know, and like everyone's still out and about and like living life, and no one's being thrown in jail for what they have to say. Like, that's just verbal words, you know? So, like, in that sense, I feel like it's good to protect that freedom. And, like, it's good to, to have a viewpoint. It's good to be able to say whatever you want. Like, imagine being in a country where, like, you can't say anything. Because there are, that still exists. And just because you're born, like, most of us that are probably listening to this podcast right now are born in America. And we're so lucky that we actually have the opportunity to say things. Yeah. Even if it's something silly. Even if it's like, just an illusion. Oh, this is my favorite TV show, you know? Yeah, even if it's like, just an illusion placed on us of what freedom is, it's like that can be exploited, and which people are exploiting anyway. I mean, most of, like, the people that I see on Facebook are always, like, trashing Donald Trump all the time. But, like, seriously, if you think about it from the perspective of, like, another country, it's, like, shocking. It's like, oh, they'll be thrown in jail. Well, they'll be murdered. But then, like, right now, it's, like, the it's just, like, an everyday thing to be like, oh, president, blah, blah, blah. That's why that's almost become a trend itself, but hopefully they're all fighting for the good fight. That's the hope. I mean, it's one thing to, like, 
tweet or write something you know online but it's another thing to like actually be like a real activist yeah that's actually that's actually hard-ass work by the way actually be an activist is hard-ass work so that's why I that's can't... That's none of this trendy social activist activism stuff. This is the stuff where you're down and dirty. But that's know, why and, I really can't take any of the stand. tweets, like, any of the tweets seriously. Weren't you it... saying something yesterday about, like, about Kim Kardashian? <laughs> like, why is Kim... Why are people tweeting towards Kim Kardashian? I guess why is she the end-all um, be-all? Kim Kardashian is, like, I guess a spokesperson of, like, pr- prison rights right now. But what, I don't why? know why exactly hard, that's her issue. But in my but, head, I'm trying to put the math together of like, will her voice actually mean something in that regard? I mean, the she has in, spoken to Donald Trump like personally about prison rights. So he, she has the ability to like reach the president directly. Yeah, but in a sense, what does the president do? I'm, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you that like, I guess that's why I was trying to reason why like, you know, everyone's making Kim Kardashian out to be like, save us our hero, you know, like... Which yeah, I, I, I actually like, really don't even know much about her, honestly. I really don't. Like, I know that... This is this is all I know about Kim Kardashian. First of all, there was Paris Hilton back in the day. And I was like, okay, cool. She's, you know, Hilton. Obviously, Hilton Hotels. She has lots of money from that. Whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, Paris kind of, like, goes into the background. And then in comes Kim Kardashian. I was like, who's Kim Kardashian? First thing I found out about her is essentially, like, her dad is O.J. Simpson's lawyer. So I was like, okay, OJ connection. OJ's like back in fashion now. They had like that OJ Simpson show, People versus OJ Simpson. And like, you know, he's kind of popular still. So I feel like there's some element at play there at the time. And then Kim Kardashian had some type of sex tape. Didn't bother to look it up because I don't care. I don't even know who the dude she was with. I have no idea. Then like she was also married to a Washington Wizards basketball player that like I don't even know who he is. So I'm like, you know what? Like all of her like it's accolades. Like, why, why does that stuff even matter? No, to but this them? is like bullet points in like from what I know of her, and I'm like, uh, like I'm sure she actually probably has more to, to her, honestly. But I'm like, okay, I don't really care about like who you effed or who you got married to. And then she like divorced that guy, and then there was all these headlines of like how she's making like X billion dollars every like minute from the divorce. Like she made like a ton of money from her divorce to that basketball player who isn't even like. I'm not saying he's bad. I don't know the guy, but I mean, obviously he's good enough to get into NBA, but it's like, in my mind, he's not like some like and thus that's the tr- Michael that's, Jordan or something. And thus, that's the big trend. You get you just marry off some big uh, basketball player and then you divorce him. Now you but is he money. actually like a really big name? Like, but it doesn't even matter. They get that big money for all these sports teams. I mean, they and bam, do. Then bam, you don't really need to do anything. I mean, that's, that's set for life. But she's way set for life compared <laughs> to him. Like, he's probably making like I don't know, 12 million a year. She's probably making like billions. But anyway, so then she married Kanye. And then like my coworkers were saying the Kanye thing was like a complete setup. Like their publicists all worked on that together. Why not? Why do they need to be happy? It was like a a total setup, but then they have actually fell fell in love and had kids. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even bother to look it up. This is all hearsay stuff that I've heard. I've never. So they just, what they did was they figured out like, oh, these people, the math will make sense and then put them together. Then they'll eventually just fall in love you know i guess so but honestly like these aren't like heroes you know like i look at them and i'm just like okay you're known for like a sex tape and marrying a couple dudes didn't one of them speak at like the to congress did kim kardashian speak at congress i think so and then all these people got got out for free or got out scot-free in jail 
I don't know. I don't think See, I don't know the details. I, I really don't know much about. It. And then she had like a sh- she has like a reality show of like keeping up with the Kardashians, which I never have seen. I know I, she has a mom I, and I like some to, sisters. I try to remove all toxic things in my life, and that seems like something that will be very toxic to me. Even the the visual of that it doesn't seem like I need that. In my I life. mean, even having the stomach flu felt like I was trying to get rid of her. Yeah, exactly. Like I was just like, I was like you just don't need this. <laughs> you just don't need this. You know, <laughs> You take it in for a little bit, and you're like, oh, blah, and then all of a sudden, you just have several days of just, we are like, what? I feel so bad. Oh, it's Kardashian. It's the Kardashian effect. I mean, I'm sure she actually probably, as a person, has more to offer the world. But I then don't all, know about that. I mean, though. I don't know. I'm just I'm saying maybe sure. she's a better person than we know. Yeah, but I've not been. And then she, then she doesn't have, a, has a younger sister or something that if like she has she did, a, she wouldn't have a freaking reality show. I'm telling you that right now. Or it's a half sister. And I'm then telling her, you that right now. And then her she, dad was like a woman or something. I don't even know. It's all trendy, man. I have no idea. I don't know, man. She has, she has, I'm, I'm just saying they built an empire off of a sex tape. Off of a sex tape of a dude that I don't even know who he is, and some basketball player that's like not big level. Uh, he's like okay, I guess I don't know. And then like there, then there's Kanye West, and I'm like Kanye, what are you doing? <laughs> he's just like in the middle of. He's trying to cash in as well. Stupid. I guess if there's money on the table for this this, this grand unification. So basically, they just live for money. The American way. <laughs> is that really the American way? Well, what is the American way, Carolyn? I don't know. To, I, I to, guess, to fulfill your dreams? Yeah, I feel like do you can totally fulfill your dreams in America. You can be whoever you want to be. I don't feel like it has as no, as much to do as money as you do. Well, whatever the dreams are, money is the dreams that people... I guess some their, people dream be, of money. I almost feel like 90 to 85% is that's what people's dreams are. Rich and famous. Isn't that what the... the isn't that the, the... Well, the funny thing is, is if you're famous, usually you're not as rich as you think you are. Usually the rich people are the behind the scenes people. That's true. So, like, it's either, like, you get a choice. Do you want the money or do you want the fame? Fame doesn't equal money. Fame does not equal money. So... The rich can buy you fame. I guess... I mean, you can actually buy people like paparazzi to follow you. Have you heard about that? (laughs) You can, like, set up a whole... I do. I do know that, You can set up a whole day to, like, have people follow you around with cameras and stuff and make you look like you're a big shot around town. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a big shot! People, are fu- who, who's? I remember when I've done several photo shoots for people, and then there'll be a break time. They're like, "Oh, is, is that is that somebody? Should I be, like, is that someone? Should I be? Should I know who that is?" And I was like, "Yeah, you don't know who that is." <laughs> yeah. Just the fact if you have more than if you just have someone follow you with the camera, they'll think you're famous for some odd reason. That's why selfies and all that they instantly make you feel famous, don't they? Yeah, kind of over a lot of that. I think it's fun to do occasionally, but it's Would that like, have paparazzi follow you? No, but like, you know, I'm sure there's probably moments where it can be enjoyable. But <laughs> in general, it's like, no, I don't need that type of It attention. depends on what type of mindset you have. Because if like, if you understand what it is and you think it's a game, you're basically just work. Then it's basically pro wrestling. You I think if I mean? it's an appropriate place, like let's say like Oscar's red carpet, they take your picture. Well, like, that's, that's part fine. of the press. You yeah. Take your picture because you're on the red carpet. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing the step and repeat. You're doing press. Exactly. You're but doing if you're, press. If they're out there like going through your trash. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Go that's through my bullshit. trash this week. You'll see a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Sick trash. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Sick trash. That's how we're going to end this today's episode. Episode 7 of Pod Sember. We're back from the dead. We're doing it next time. Next episode, we might have some special guests. We'll see and we'll find out if it happens. But that's that's the stuff you need to find out. Just keep tuning in. Thank you for tuning in on the uh, Carolyn and Joe Show in, uh, Instagram feed. Pretty cool to go live on there. 
You can find my work at JoeCarbeo.com. Um, yeah. And also, where can we find Carolyn? Oh, I'm at CarolynBalewski.com. Also, um, on all the socials, at Carolyn Balewski. And I have a comic strip called Curls. You can check it out at www.curls-studio.com slash curls. And as usual, everyone at home, be excellent to each other. Be excellent. You're bona fide. You're bona fide. You're bona fide. <laughs> See you tomorrow.